Ow, it is regular episode time again. Not a movie. Not a movie. We gotta go. We gotta talk about these regular episodes. Back into the filler we go. Yay, filler time! Right into the deep end. Right in the deep end with things that will absolutely not matter in the future. True. Uh, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the C. Of nope, wrong podcast. Jared and I watch <laughs> Inuyasha. It is episode ninety-eight. <laughs> I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen Ladium. Hello. Uh, we are discussing episode 96 or season 4, episode 14, entitled Jockin Falls 3. Oh, sorry, that means that's Jockin Falls Ill. Excuse me. <laughs> Falls 3. Falls 3. Yeah, Jockin's going to get sick. Yep. I'm going to get real ill. So yeah, we uh we kicked this episode off and we, we are hanging out with Seshimaru, Ren, and Jockin for the first time in like seven years. Yeah, it feels like forever since we hung out with them. Mm -hmm. So they're just doing things. Ren gets hungry and wants to go get food. Uh, but then uh, a big hand comes out and tries to grab her, and Seshimaru comes in and f slices it in half, and it turns out to be a bunch of bees! He also did a sweet pirouette. He did at one point do a sweet pirouette, and then just went, blah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, they got to fight off a lot of bees, and he makes Jocken go to find the hive. Jockin tries to fight off the bees for a bit, but gets overwhelmed, and then uh, Sushimaru shows back up again and just wipes all, wipes them out and takes down the hive as well, and they're like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Woohoo. But then Jockin gets stung twice by two of the bees. Bees. He's like, oh, God, I'm dying. Rin, get these stingers out. She just, like, watches them slowly go into his skin. She's like, oh, sorry, I couldn't do it. No, He's no. Like, no, I'm going to die now. He's so dramatic. He is very dramatic. He is he is definitely trying to win an Oscar here. <laughs> <laughs> uh Sashibaro runs off after the, the bees that were weakened to see where they're gonna head off to, and then uh Jockin is basically like, oh, I'm dying, don't I'm gonna die. See you later. And Ren's like, No, don't die on me. He's like, Okay, well, if you want to save me. Go find this dude named Jeninji, and he's got these berries that are an antidote, and they'll save me. But only before the sun sets, so oh, woe is me. <laughs> <laughs> I am struggling. So Rin heads off to see Jeninji, who we got reminded about early on in the beginning of this episode. Mm -hmm. and she's... Which we didn't even mention the opening. Well, they're just hanging out walking around that's it <laughs> uh, well i just meant like how it oh yes yeah, new a, opening a, a, you're right there is a new opening a new opening and that the recap of like here's this thing and this is where they reminded us of jeninji but yeah it, it gave us a pretty weird recap and hey i'm in yasha i'm trying to <laughs> the find the raku <laughs> And the audio mixing is so bad. Yeah, on the actual song, the audio mixing was very poor. Just, do you want to hear the instrumentals and not the vocals? Well, here you go. Rip. So there's that. Um, but yeah, Rin goes off to find Jeninji. She finds him, and he's curled up under a blanket because he's in his human form. Doesn't want anyone to see him, uh, which is, as you mentioned, code for we don't have a uh, design for that, so we're just not going to animate it. Mm-hmm. Um, which fair. Uh, yep. The old lady's like, "Hey, you can't get these berries." He doesn't want anyone. To, he doesn't want anyone to see him. But she, uh, she persists, and he's like, "She looks like she's acts like Kagobe. Well, here's here's where you go to find them. They're on the mountain, uh, but there's a bunch of demons and monsters there. If you're a human, you'll probably die. Good luck." 
She's like, oh, whatever. We were also like, <laughs> she doesn't look anything like Kagome other than I have black hair. I was like, but they're Japanese. So, like, that's not unusual to have black hair. No. But, you know, whatevs. So, yeah. Uh, Inuyasha and the gang are just walking around. They find the bees flying about. And they're like, that's weird. We should probably follow them. And then they just like, bloop, because they don't have any stingers. They fall over dead. And Seshimaru immediately shows up afterwards like, Inuyasha, you killed these, didn't you, you idiot? I was trying to follow them. And Inuyasha's like, dude, I didn't kill them. What are you talking about? And Seshimaru's like, I will not hear your excuses. Have at thee. I'm going to murder you. And they fight a bunch because I guess we needed something else in this episode to entice people to stick, to keep watching. Yep. Um. So they fight a little bit, and then Indyasha loses his sword, and Sashimaru's about to like, oh, I'm going to kill you now. And then Kagome's like, Hey, you wanted to find a rocket, right? Go, go to the Ox Tiger. And he's like, Oh, oh, okay, oh, okay. Well, your life has been Thank spared you. this time. See you later. Bye. Um, meanwhile, Ren's trying to find the, the berries, uh, Aon is just, like, obliterating demons to keep her safe, she eventually finds them on top of a cliff, or, like, on a cliff face, and she's climbing up to get them, and finally gets them, but she starts to fall, oh, no, she's falling, ah. Oh, no. But Seshimaru, like, grabs her and saves her from falling to her doom. And then Jockin, in his time of need, realizes the sun is setting, but also the sun is setting for him. He's like, I'm going to die. Ren didn't make it. Oh, no. Oh, no. My vision is so blurry. I'm thinking of Puddle of Mud's blurry now. <laughs> oh, no. And then he sees Seshimaru. He's like, is that, is, am I really seeing things? Oh, my gosh. It's Seshimaru. And then Seshimaru just, like, tosses him the berries, and then Jockin eats them like a gremlin. A gremlin. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, hey, I feel better, and Ren's asleep, and then she eventually wakes up and sees Jockin's better. She's like, oh, Jockin, you're better. I'm so glad you didn't die on me. He's like, get off of me, shoo! <laughs> she also thinks she's dead. She's like, did I die? <laughs> did I fall off the cliff and die? <laughs> We're both dead now? He's like, no, Cesarevaro saved you, you dummy. You dummy. She's like, yay, you're better. Yay, we saved. Yay. And yay. Cesarevaro immediately like, Naraku's to the northeast, is he? And we were both like, how do you know what a direction is? That's not like the <laughs> ox tiger. Right, right. How do you know what northeast is? <laughs> and he sets off, and then we'll probably see him in like 30 episodes. I don't know. Right. Uh, okay, so here's our notes for this episode. Apparently you're going to spoil me on something. Um, Grip is the opening theme as, as of this episode, marking the first appearance of an opening that wasn't hand-drawn. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Let me see if I can click on this, and we'll find out if there's more information about it. Grip, exclamation point. Nope, it's just, uh... Here's about... Oh, it's it's talking about the, the, the opening. <laughs> or the, the, the recap of the opening, and then that's about it. Um, the second Inuyasha movie, The Castle Beyond the Looking Glass, which we watched last week, was there between this episode and episode 95. Uh, the bees are shown to shapeshift on their own. They previously merged with Muso to recreate his destroyed limbs. Uh, Jinenji is not seen until nightfall as he is hiding his human form. This is the first time Hanyo is shown to have their mortal transformation period during the day instead of at night. Yeah, we do see him at night later because the gang shows up at his place and is like, Hey, what's up? And he's like, Oh yeah, there's this lady, this little girl who looked like Kagome. <laughs> she was very pure-hearted. 
And he also like, ah, she's got a small heart. What do you mean? What a dumbass. Uh, Inuyasha's group are shown to learn the name of the poisonous insects used by Naraku, despite Moroku having used the name in the previously aired The Castle Beyond the Looking Glass. Uh, Which we talked about during the yes. movie episode. Uh, Sashimaru learns where to look for Naraku to the northeast. Uh, and finally, the possibility of reviving Jokin with the Tensega should he come, should succumb to his illness is never considered. However, it is later revealed in episode 9 of the final act, which we'll get to in like 7 years, Yep. Uh, though currently unknown to Seshimaru and his gang, that a person can only be revived by Tensega once, meaning that Jokin would not be able to be resurrected a second time. I feel like they've talked about that before. Have they? I feel like that. I feel like that makes. I've like I've heard that before. Like that makes, or it just makes sense that he wouldn't be able to like revive people more than once. Right. So I mean, I guess that's a spoiler, but like also it feels like I I knew that already. <laughs> And I might have mentioned it when I was doing my um, my sequel watch. Maybe. Because it's a plot that happens there, too. Maybe. Either way. You knew it, but yeah, you, you get to find out more about that in a couple years. A majillion, a majillion episodes from now. Majillion. <laughs> a bajillion. Uh, so yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Next time, we'll be discussing episode 97 entitled Kirara Come Home. Because Kirara's no. going to run away from home. No, no, come back. Kirara, come back. This description of this episode is so long. Oh, no. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, no. This is a filler episode. Yep. Anyways, that's what we'll talk about next time. But for now, if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can follow us on Blue Sky at SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com. And you can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, Hot Tubs, and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. So join us next time as we make Kirara come home.